0: Before we start this episode, I'd like to thank our new Patreon members from the month of September. You guys, my Patreon support means the world to me, just helps me keep the podcast going. So, let me thank our new convert levels. And just a reminder, guys, if you are a convert, you get to introduce the podcast. So, message me if you need help doing that. But first, let me thank the Nature versus Narcissism podcast for becoming a convert, as well as Eleanor L. for becoming a convert. Thank you guys. And now, on to the episode. Welcome to the Cult of domesticity. I'm here with a very special guest. We're sitting in her living room. We've been hanging out. Make me feel like I'm a kid with cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's back! Yay! <laughs> I'm much more excited than that sounded, I promise. <laughs> the emojis you sent me last night were a testament to that. Mm-hmm. Considering you live less than an hour away from me, we do not see each other very much. It's very sad. but It's, it's a pandemic. <laughs> but you have news to tell the world. Oh do. You gonna tell the tell the world. World, I'm getting married. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Yay. Very excited. He's probably gonna listen to this. Day. Hi. Babe. <laughs> For him. But For he's real, li- though. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're not wrong. I've tried to warn him and he's still volunteered, so he's already met me and your family, so yeah, he's still <laughs> <No>, around. <laughs> you haven't scared him. But we're gonna record some episodes. We've already had some excitement today. Yeah, I don't know what happened on some, the base, on the but base, like, yeah. 15 fire trucks, and by 15, I mean five, but that's still a lot. That's a lot of fire, yeah, like, and when we say we're right by Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, you know, where the aliens are. Like, if you're hearing background noise, it's coming from the base yeah. right now. We can't help it. My windows are open a lot, temperature-wise, so. Um, but I refuse to close them. Yeah, it's just crazy because as soon as it happened, I go, did the aliens escape? And we don't know. We don't know what happened. Can neither confirm nor deny. Got two minutes in. We're already so far off track. It's fine. This is going to be great. Everybody's missed this. Don't say, did you miss me? <laughs> so today we're going to do a true crime story. Have you heard of Natalie Bollinger? It was a big case a couple of years ago. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I could not for the life of me tell you what happened. So I'm gonna go with you uh, no. Okay. So I'll give you a hint. It involves Craigslist. Oh okay, but in fairness, a lot of murders involve Craigslist. So <laughs> Or dating online it really dating doesn't it really doesn't narrow it down at all. <laughs> Okay, you'll have to tell me. I'll you... let you know when I recognize the story. How about... And this story was more complex than I thought it was. Cause I thought there was just the Craigslist component and then there was another component before it too that I was like, what the fuck? Like a murder trifle. So many layers. You better leave that in. Oh, murder trifle is gonna be a t-shirt. <laughs> it's New gonna merch. It's gonna go with our uh, basic banana bread bitch <laughs> shirts. You've been moving any of the tequila raven stuff? I haven't made a tequila (laughs) raven one. I should. We did back way, way back. Oh, Brian drew us a tequila raven. I don't know where the fuck that was. Tequila raven. Oh, tequila raven. (laughs) caw I realized that was a crow, but you know what? (laughs) I stand by it. So, Natalie Bollinger had a stalker. She was afraid for her life, filed a restraining order, and soon after went missing. And everyone immediately was like, okay. We're going to go after the person who's stalking her, Sean Schwartz. Immediately. Yeah. It makes sense. Someone yeah. stalking you, get a restraining order. Well, that and your name has alliteration. It's a sketchy. It's sketchy. He's got two S-H sounds. Sh- sh- no, sh- uh-uh. no. I'm looking at you. But it's not as it seems. This is not a cut and dry. Okay. So it's not Sean then. Or is it, or is it Sean? Ba-ba-ba. So Natalie, she was 19 years old, loved using Facebook, Kind of used it as a personal diary. I don't know if we could have been friends for that reason. Mm, yeah, but Although at 19. At 19 it's kind of acceptable. Yeah. You still think people care about your opinions? Nobody cares. No. no we people- really don't. As we I don't am. even care about my own opinions. As we're podcasting. <laughs> Look, I recognize the irony of the situation, okay? But these are less about our opinions and more about the story. Yeah. So let's get back to the story. <laughs> Instead of judging this poor teenager. Not judging her, but yeah. Oh, I was. I was a little bit. Fine. <laughs> she would often post about her daily life in Colorado, which really would include documenting her stalking situation with Schwartz. I think that's a good plan. He is older than you expect, because 78. <laughs> Let's see if I can find a picture. He's not, but he's older than you expect, because it seemed like when I was reading- older than 78? Ah! I imagined him as a 78-year-old man. So. Okay. I mean, he's I, not older than I expect, but he is weirdly older than her. So every, like, all the articles you read, it seems like they're similar in age. Like, he's yeah. going to be, like, mid-20s. <sighs> I, I hear the name Sean, and I imagine someone in our generation. Yeah. Like, that doesn't strike me as an older name. This man, it's hard to tell because there is drug use affecting mm. things. Okay. And homelessness and mental illness. Okay. But he looks like he could be in his late 50s, early 60s, right? Uh. I'd put him in 50s for sure. I don't know about 60s. It could also be. This. It could. So. And the beard. To be honest. Yeah, he is mostly the beard. It's, Sean is, like, close cut on the top of his head. Long, unkempt beard. Yeah, real scraggly. Real scraggly. Yeah. But... I guess, given, like, the homeless situation yeah. there. So, Natalie said he was sleeping behind her workplace and constantly harassing her and her loved ones. When she went to court to file, like, a court order, mm-hmm. she stated that she was terrified and wanted to legally separate them from interacting. So, she wa- she was doing everything right for a stalking situation. Yeah. But stalking situations are very difficult. Was he, like, when you say harassing, what does that mean? Because to me, sleeping in one, like, sleeping behind one place over and over again, if you don't have anywhere else to go and you know that you're not going to get arrested for sleeping there. I mean, they never define the harassing in any of the sources that I found. Yeah, the harassing, we don't, like, it was never described. But like you said, if if he could be living back there, she could have been nice to him initially yeah because they were facebook friends but i guess when you're 19 you facebook accept everybody i don't you did Um, i didn't but i was always a paranoid asshole true yeah i'll give you that that's why we get along so well family and law enforcement and sex crime social Mm -hmm. worker as a godmother what do you expect the shit i heard true i expect a limited friends list on facebook (laughs) and you delivered (laughs) yeah so if you try to Facebook friend requests me, please it's tell me be a no. It's most likely going to be a no unless I've met you or, like, there's a reason. So this is okay. one of the so things she... She's friends with the guy who's <laughs> stalking her I mean, on Facebook. I'm assuming she, like, accepted... First of all, I'm assuming he added. Second of all, I'm assuming this was before the more alarming stalking behavior started. Most likely. Because, like, if he's creeping you out, you can say No. You should say no. Like, delete that with all haste. One of the things Natalie wrote, quote, I met this man when I was young. I ran into him about two years ago. Long story short, I became friends with him. I helped him out with rides and stuff. I moved to Virginia. He drove across country to see me. Slept behind my work for weeks. He he sent emails for over a year, for over a... Over a year, close to every day, harassing me, making numerous different email accounts until I block him again, threatening my family, telling me he'll kill himself in front of me, and sending my Jesus. friends and families threatening messages as well, unquote. So it was a bit more extreme. Okay, yeah. I mean, a couple things. If she was helping him with rides, how did he drive across the country? Uh, did he hitchhike? Or bus? Greyhound. Probably Greyhound. Also, I didn't realize that the sleeping behind her work didn't start until after... They had so that is more sinister. Yeah, this Fair quote enough. is probably the like, this is what she wrote on Facebook, too. It's like the most intense bit that we know about it because yeah. I think everything else is still private because there isn't a court case. Yeah. When she wrote that, she was back living in her hometown of Broomfield, Colorado, and then she goes missing December 28th. 2017. So this wasn't too long ago. Yeah. You know, because she had been posting about her stalking situation on Facebook, everyone immediately goes, it's Sean. It's Sean. It has to be Sean. Did he follow her back to Colorado after she left? I believe so, yes. Okay. Because, I mean, I would think so. Everyone's encouraging the police to look into Sean, mm-hmm. and as well as there is Web Sleuth, did you have a site up for it or Chain Thread? Well, we know he was mentally ill. He would go on Facebook Live multiple times to try to convey his innocence, and it's really kind of sad. Why? I try is not the to. Live still a thing. After you mean after the guy up in Cleveland was killing people? After many people have killed people on Facebook Live. Yeah, like t- that's not a feature we need. No, they're not. He would tell people who were on the stream the focus should be fi- on finding Natalie rather than pointing fingers at different people. Like let's find her first and then okay I mean he's got a point yeah I want to give him the benefit of the doubt but yeah so police interviewed short interviewed several times they kind of realized he was mentally ill like all the whole situation yeah. he claimed they discover her body a few yeah. days later okay I mean and police like really they arrest him January 6th. The next, 2018, mm. mainly due to his deteriorating mental state, they, it was for charges of second-degree assault and obstructing a police officer and resisting arrest. It was so like... So they arrest him, not based on any evidence tying him to her mm. body, but based on his own mental decline that could be related to Yes. it does not seem fair to me. Well, it was because someone initiated a welfare check because of all the Facebook Lives. Okay. They were starting to get concerned. He threatened to kill himself And that's where he caused the scene. That doesn't, I don't, that doesn't seem like enough. I mean, for us to be, do you want to hear what he did when they came to help him? Yeah. I mean, no, but yeah. (laughs) That's pretty pretty much how I am whenever we record. No, (laughs) but go ahead. Honey, you're going to tell me anyway. (laughs) He had been telling everybody he was sad about his friend, Natalie, being gone. He proceeded to yell, kick, and bite officers, according to CBS Denver. Oh, okay. So the assault wasn't against her. Or it no. Police or, okay. No. Okay. okay. You fair know. On. I retract my earlier criticism. And he also had texts from a conversation in 2016 to, like, show people that we were friends. We were friends. You know, like, while he's talking to the cops, he, mm-hmm. like, showed them their phone. So she could, when she was trying to help him. Yeah. But that that can change though. Yeah. And if that was the last convert, like if I I'm sorry. I still have a lot of love for people I talked to in 2016, but if I haven't talked to you at all since then, like we're acquaintances now. That's not yeah. really friendship. Additionally, other text messages between Natalie and an acquaintance in 2017 show a different picture. She was fearful of Schwartz and pretty much said if she was to turn up dead, he was most likely responsible. Okay. They did find her body on the side of the road in a wooded area in Ad- mm. near Adams County, and it was classified as a homicide. So this is where Schwartz really starts getting put under a microscope, especially because she's like, if I turn it up dead, it's most likely him. him. Uh, Did she solve her own murder? A lot of people were like, okay, how involved was he? Maybe he hired a hitman. Yeah. And then, then he gets arrested. Okay, but I'm sorry. If he's living on the street, there is no way in hell he's got enough money for a hitman. Could be another person living on the street he hired okay but even so it's not gonna be cheap no it's not like he's like i I don't know why i'm picturing old-time hogos, but it's not like he's like here's this can of beans go off this chick that i used to be best friends with here's a bag of crack bag of heroin maybe but even that's not that cheap i would think i don't i don't know I don't know I, how i've much never sure. done straight drugs i don't know how much they cost but i'm assuming yeah probably not nothing so more people online are accusing schwartz really but they have no evidence other than what she said interestingly he was not even in the same state when she was found okay but what's he in the same state the day she died she was found pretty close to when she went missing like it was like a couple days mm-hmm. if that yeah what state was he in was it nearby they didn't say yeah my detective brain. my day style. madam, I got it. He, uh, Schwartz was continually harassed on social media, and, but no one could successfully link him. The police actually completely cleared him. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't surprise me as much as maybe you thought it would. So, on February 8th, 2018, a 22-year-old Domino's employee, Joseph- I, I love Domino's. I do too. <laughs> I love it's so bad for you. It's so good. Easy so gives you heartburn every time. Makes you regret your life choices. Don't make me regret my it doesn't life doesn't stop me from ordering <laughs> it the next time. <laughs> Joseph Lopez was arrested and charged with first degree murder. So that's the first, like, hint anyone got was his arrest. What motive did he have? Like, why? What are you doing, bro? Adams County Sheriff's Office arrested him after a week of tracking him through Natalie's phone records. Okay. Lopez was a hitman, but Schwartz wasn't the one to put the hit out on him on her. That's the perfect cover for a hitman. Pizza delivery guy? No one thinks about that. Who do you think put the hit out on Natalie? Natalie. I'm going her. You know what? Are you for (laughs) real? Did you what? The the headlines were all um I was joking. Yeah it was basically she put out a hit on herself. I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. It's apparently um, it is. I don't It like, was a Craigslist ad she allegedly posted, I want to put a hit on myself. At least she was honest about like, yeah, this is for me, not like, hey, go kill this girl that I've never met and don't know. But that's the the when it blew up, this all is over the news, like, modern day news shit Yes. But everybody knows it is everybody knows it's a case where she put an ad on a Craigslist to kill herself. Yeah, this is not at all where I thought this was going. Apparently, I don't know this story. But I'm glad I'm alone for the ride. He so Lopez responded to the Craigslist post. I want to put a hit on myself that she created December twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Supposedly. Wow, that is not a lot of turnaround time. There's some questions because they can't really quite find the ad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not do. even on the Wayback Machine. I think the I think the police department has better shit than the Wayback Machine. You would think, but I do not have confidence in that statement at all. <laughs> we do know that she was Natalie was struggling with drugs and depression. And this is in the arrest affidavit. Okay. Friends had noted she had a history of suicidal thoughts, and her autopsy did prove past usage of both meth and heroin. Awesome. It's just, it's just- I tough. was going to make a tree trunk joke, but I'm going to go ahead and not do that. It's a hard thing, because she's 19, you feel bad, because, like, yeah. she could have gotten so help. Dumb. Yeah. So, Lopez and Natalie met up later that day, same day, the 28th, December. Never. He picked her up at her apartment complex. She told him she wanted to be shot execution style from behind so she would not see it coming. Which is hard to ask a stranger to do. Yeah. said you did go on Craigslist. Yeah. I just... What is the point in not seeing it coming if you already know eventually it's going to happen? hmm Lopez did not have a gun and he informed her and she was like, oh... So then why answer the ad? We'll get to that. God damn it, Courtney. <laughs> Natalie offered to let him use the one she had at her apartment, going, you can keep it afterwards and sell it. This is all from the affidavit, the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> you know, you get to keep this gun you shot someone with. I feel like keeping it is not what I would do with that. No. You throw that in a river and you pretend that you were never there. Throw it in a dumpster on garbage day. I'll say yes. It's yeah. <laughs> hard. It's not traceable. That's true. Think of, I've watched enough Datelines where people see. get away with it that way. You get away with it because of j- garbage day yeah because if you, it has to be on garbage day so that way they take it away but i mean there's a serial number on but they're not gonna know where to look if think of how um, much garbage is true. in mount rumkey yeah that's true sorry mount rumkey is the cincinnati dump yeah it is. between cincinnati and dayton yeah it is. it's ridiculous it's, yeah it's gross it's so gross so bad <laughs> um Rumkey is our trash collection company. One of them, but so they have this big sign. It says Rumkey, and behind it is this massive dump. Yeah, just a mountain of trash. This is why we gave it this so creative name of Mount Rumkey. Oh, in the summer it's the worst. Uh huh. Yeah, waste management's right up the street here. Uh huh. Between that and the water treatment plant on the other side of the base, it's a good time. There's a, there's several reasons I keep my windows closed in the summer, and those are two of them. Oh, I just <laughs> I just do it because I can't open them. <laughs> That's because your building is anyway. Okay. Investigators reported that Natalie's boyfriend reported her missing and he also said his nine millimeter Glock was gone. So it wasn't even her gun to give away? Nope. What the fuck? Guns ain't cheap. This is some nineteen year old bullshit. What's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. Yeah. That's some toddler bullshit. Yeah it is. I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead here, but uh what the fuck, man? And she was killed with a 9mm. Man, imagine being that boyfriend. That would suck. Yes. They they were having problems, but break up. Well, that and, like, not only is she dead, not only were you not doing great in your relationship at the time, which probably didn't help her own mental health, but she stole from you and then offed herself by proxy with the gun that she stole from you. Yeah. That's so shitty. He's going to need a lot of <sighs> therapy. That oh, poor man. Yes. How do you not need therapy after that? You need therapy no matter what in this situation, I, yeah. but yeah. Ooh, well, that day, know. they couldn't find a good spot for murdering her and killing her. <laughs> so Lopez... <laughs> what are the criteria for a good place to murder somebody? I don't know. I don't want to justify it. Because again, I feel like we need to mention this occasionally. Right. Don't murder people. Yeah, murder's bad. Murder's bad. we frown on murder. I think mean, I feel comfortable speaking to both of us when I say that. Murder's bad. Murder's right, bad murder. We frown on murder is gonna be another t shirt. Okay, so he drops her back off at the apartment. He then changed his story after deputies were like, Hey, you guys were at the area where her body was found. I mean it does sound like they it was a quick Maybe turn I don't know. Maybe she settled on that place. Like they were out looking and she was like, You know what, we're not gonna find anywhere better, I guess this'll do. I'm sorry, if I'm getting murdered, I don't wanna settle. No. But like, if you're 19, you like you don't think you can do any better, and you just want to be done. That's true. Yeah. We don't know how dark her headspace was. Obviously, pretty dark though. Like yeah. in there. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, when I was 19, you saw that. Yeah, it was not. Fun. It was pretty dark. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Depression, anxiety. Please get it treated, guys. Yeah. Don't be like me. You're still here. I am. It worked out. Mm-hmm. We're good. We're in a better place now. Yes. It got better. So. Once he's confronted with the cell phone data, because they were like, Your phone was there. We know you were there. Yeah. Man, that don't did. bring your cell phone with you on it. You are the worst hitman. What the fuck? <laughs> so Have you not been around in the last twenty years? Everybody knows this. Lopez said she tried to kill herself there. So she did it. Tried to do it. He pleaded with her not to do it. You answered Oh my god, none of this sense, dude. So the police pull out the report and they go, You going with that answer? <laughs> okay. And I'm just picturing like Who Wants to be a Millionaire? Is that your final answer? I'm just assuming just Regis it's filled in. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm picturing Jake Peralta this entire. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Jake Peralta. Jake Peralta. I can do that. Just just him sitting on the interrogation table with the guitar going. Ah No, he's sitting there, like slowly, like just playing like slow music to be like Oh, you're going with that, are you? Whips out of his back pocket back pocket the autopsy report. And <laughs> oh, she shot herself in the back of the head where she could not physically reach. Can, okay. You cannot do it. It's like no. touching your tongue to your elbow. Yeah. The autopsy report proved that someone else had killed her. Mm-hmm. So he goes, "Yeah, I shot her in the head." Like that talks to her a bit. Lie. Lie for longer. You can still it out of this or or just don't murder people. Again, it's frowned upon for a reason. Yes. It's in the Bible, the list of the Bible no-nos. It is, but even if you don't believe in the Bible, like, well the Bi- like the 10 commandments it's so much easier not are based someone. off previous legal codices. It's true. So for millennia, we've all it's humanity, <laughs> it's we've all not agreed. a new rule. Not a new rule. We can go over the Code of Hammurabi and how many codes are about cows. <laughs> but do not murder people is in there there's a lot of them about cows i don't I know. know why i mean when you're uh, and delicious yeah. agricultural society yes it is uh i mean it's just so much easier not to murder people than to murder yeah it's so stressful he admitted that he was shaking when he pulled the trigger and had to look away so he was kind of a reluctant hitman. and i'll go through at the at the <laughs> end what his reasons were but like don't have to answer the ad then you literally volunteered for this dude we also know that during his interview he mentions that he kept a journal in high school which he wrote he wrote stories about kidnapping people torturing them and executing them yeah Yeah, it was just like you why did that come how does that come up why would you tell the police that when you're being interviewed about a murder you're like oh by the way he's writing poetry about doing some heinous shit that's when Jake Prouse does the screaming guitar thing. Yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, "What are you doing?" She okay. Back to the autopsy report. Mm-hmm. We have the gunshot wound to the head, but additionally, Natalie had a le- had lethal amounts of heroin in her system at the time of death, which we don't know her uses level yeah, or her tolerance, tolerance. But there was a fuck ton of heroin. Metric for Imperial. Imperial. Okay. <laughs> We have in december twenty eighteen Lopez pleading guilty to the second degree murder of Natalie Bollinger. He was given a plea to avoid um the sense of life in prison, so he is initially charged with first degree murder. Mm-hmm. He moved there. the plea is for second degree, but he will most likely spend forty eight years plus fi- uh, in prison plus of five years on probation okay mm-hmm. that's pretty solid does he have well wow, okay, but does that account for the behavior time? Is that a thing? This was just—I mean, this just happened. So there's not the deal was not really put out there. Yeah, and we'll get what some. But they usually aren't. No, because so he said he tried to talk her out of completing suicide via another person when he picked her up. She insisted on ending her life due to issues with her boyfriend. This is all what he said yeah. too. Um, also that they set a prayer together and then before he shot her, he took her. He then, after he shot her, he took her gun and her purse, which he hid under the spare tire in the trunk of his car. Great hiding spot. Good job. That's actually, I if mean, you, I mean, he's kind of a rogue element in yeah, this. Yeah, but especially since they they looked so hard at Sean. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, I don't know. It's not as bad as it was already connected to her and was like let me just stow all this in my car yeah because obviously if they're looking at you how are we going to search your car mm-hmm. but i don't, I don't know I don't, I don't like any of this It's all terrible. he did he didn't tell anyone even his fiance so he was engaged at the time he just oh, fled oh, the oh. situation for record alice if you did that i would be pissed just like i'd get over it because i love you but i'd be pissed <laughs> don't run away tell me we'll run <laughs> away together <laughs> he, did, he didn't run away. He ran away. He fled from the body, but he like still oh, like okay. after he murdered her, he went and on with his life like it was a normal situation. I guess that is smarter. God, I was picturing. I mean, carrying on like nothing happened is way less suspicious than running away to another state. I will give him that much. It's like the first thing he did, technically smart, right? But yeah, he did admit that it like. The guilt of killing Natalie was eating at him, and he kind of- Fucking good, dude. (laughs) It should be. You took a life. You did this. It's, It's not like it was an accident. This was an intentional action that even if you did try to talk her out of, you still caved and went through with it. Like- yeah and he did feel like you could have walked away and it would all be fine and she would still be here maybe he felt like several times of actually turning himself in like calling the police and passing he should have if you screw up like that is the only way to rectify the mistake mm-hmm. so if you have murdered someone out there maybe consider it that's all I'm saying turn yourself in yeah for their family at least for your yeah and for your like conscious yeah um His reason he gave investigators for responding to the ad was because he, too, suffered from depression and had thought of suicide before, and he thought he might be able to help the person who posted the ad. Uh, no. Even though he created a fake hitman persona, he contacted Natalie and had text conversations to agree to meet her and help her commit suicide. Uh, He was going to talk her out of it once they met. That's according to the update. Bullshit. Bullshit. Prosecutors said Lopez should have called 911 after finding her out. Yes! You see something like that, you report it. See something, say something! For real. Especially if you want them to get help and you're not a licensed professional. You cannot help. No. You I didn't. can vouch for that. You cannot help. No! And you'll only feel worse. Right. Especially if you've dealt with something like that yourself. Yeah. Quote, he did not respond as a human being. He responded as a predator. End quote. Said so the deputy... Chief Deputy District uh, Chief Deputy <laughs> District Attorney Allie Barber, and she told WK, WLKY. So she told them, and she's like, "This is like you weren't going to help her. No, like no matter what he said to the police, no, I don't believe that. Her family has been reportedly unhappy with the plea deal mm-hmm. and the sentence. Yeah, as her father said, quote, "We said no to the plea deal, and they still offered to they and they still offered it to him today." Our family does not agree with this or is willing to do any plea bargain. I'm dumbfounded. I'm so disappointed in the legal system in Adams County. I get that. But at the same time, it's not. It's really better up than. To the yeah. I mean, they can ask for clemency, but if they don't want clemency and the mm-hmm. prosecutor is still willing to offer it. But d- there was another quote that I didn't include here where he was basically saying, I want an eye for an eye. We're going all the way back to Hammurabi, which this is two mentions of him in one episode, so. Good Good day for him, Robbie. Boom, that's three. If he appears in this apartment, I'm freaking out. Crazily. The Bollinger family had another tragedy strike. In October October 19th, 2019, so two years almost after. Almost a year ago. So her family had another tragedy strike. On October 19th, 2019, Natalie's twin sister, Alicia, went missing as well. Fuck you. (laughs) Twin sister, Alicia, went missing as well. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's almost a year, year or two after her sister was found murdered. Can you imagine no, as a family, you're just, you're not again, you, you're just starting to heal. Cause like they had the plea deal. He's in jail and your other daughter, daughter. her twin, not even her other daughter, her twin. Mm-hmm. God. Um, she was found, and they, they thanked the community several days later for searching for her, quote, they got me out of a really bad situation, end quote. See, that feels like a human trafficking. And yeah. Then, no, it's kind of. But if you think... the first place my brain goes. Yeah. Well, also, if you think about it, it's almost been a year, so if there was a case, we're not going to hear about right. it. It's still... That kind occurs. of shit takes a while. Yeah. I have. Nothing has been told publicly about this. Mm-hmm. When they did... Post like a updated picture of her sister when they were mm-hmm. searching for. They did like it did show that she has Natalie's name tattooed in Hebrew on her right forearm as tribute. Aww. Okay. No, interestingly, Schwartz actually maintains a relationship with the entire family. Weird. Yeah, not like that. He stated that quote Alicia belongs in prison end quote and condemns <laughs> the relatives for suspecting him earlier. Okay, two things. Why does she belong in prison? I don't, I don't understand that. I also, you're, I mean, I don't understand why she belongs in prison. I don't know what, like, what he thinks he knows. Yeah. But he posts a lot on Facebook still. I mean, yeah. I I guess, I kind of don't understand why he, like, you've been acting so sketchy for so long. You are the most obvious suspect. Suspect. Like, of course they're going to look at you. They cleared you. Move on. Mm -hmm. He did help. In the search for Alicia as well, though, even though I believe she belongs in jail. Okay. And he's still posting pretty frequently on Facebook. He voiced his concerns over his treatment by police, Mm -hmm. discrimination for being a homeless man, and personal reflections on mental health. Okay. Fair. Yeah. But that's the case. It was pretty much, as soon as it came out, it was blasted across all the news stations as Craigslist ad to kill like putting out your own hit on craigslist so when you go start looking into the levels and all of a sudden i search her name and a bunch of stalking articles come up too it was just like whoa this was not just some story where she was depressed and was looking for a way to complete suicide without doing it herself right there was other factors in this and it's crazy because i forget how most stalking starts but this seems like a like You were friends. Yeah, this doesn't seem like your traditional, like, distant stalker. Or even, like, ex partner can't move on type situation. That's not what this is. It's pretty dark. Yeah. But we'll be back next week. Another story. Don't forget to check out the Halloween episodes. No. No, no, they didn't. But they were up till back in the turnip carving days. Oh my God. Those are the creepiest fucking It really is. Uh, fan of a good ghost story, fan of a good gothic spooky story. So check them out. The Patreon one, I'm super excited. I hinted, I told you what we were doing. Yes, with Mike. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so the, my brain is bad, I'm sorry. (laughs) The Patreon (laughs) one's going to be intense AF. Let's not lie. Oh, you say AF. Just say as fuck. Intense as fuck is not that much harder to say. I don't know why. Don't trust me. But I'm (laughs) amazing. But we'll be back next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Roseanne, host of the California Dreaming Podcast, a show that delves into the darker side of the not so golden state. Together, we will visit some of the most unhinged and chilling crimes that ever shook California and beyond. Join me as I take you on a journey into a new story each week with a different backdrop. From all around California, from the bright lights and glamour of Hollywood to the picturesque and tranquil wine country, no crime, no town, nobody is off limits. Listen to California Dreaming on the Orbital Jigsaw Network or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi, we're Cutting Class Podcast. Are you interested in skinny dipping with Mao Zedong? How about listening to sexy and suicidal subliminal messages? Maybe destroying an entire city with flaming birds. Or how about having a bowl of anti-pornography cereal? We're two high school history teachers that like to cover the lesser-known stories of American and world history. You can check us out on iTunes or anywhere else that you get your podcasts or CuttingClassPodcast.com. It's Domesticity. We're available on all podcatchers. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to help spread the word or just force other people to listen to it. Our Facebook and Twitter are at domestic podcast and our instagram is at the cult of domesticity we also have podcast merch at threadless uh as well if you want to support us financially or show some appreciation we have a paypal tip jar and a patreon which has some pretty great perks any topic suggestions feel free to email us at domesticpodcasts at gmail.com remember to stay domestic and cult free